Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, welcome to Banging Book Club, the fortnightly podcast where we read a book about sex and or gender each month and discuss it. I'm Hannah Whitten. I'm Lucy Moon. And we have Shan Booty with us today. (laughs) Special guest, special mini-sode. So me and Lucy are at VidCon and Shannon is a sex educator, creator. Co-panelist. Co-panelist, yes, we've got our panel of Let's Talk About Sex. Um, and basically, we wanted to talk to you because we just read the game. We did. If you haven't listened to the previous episode where me, Lucy, and Lena discussed the game, highly recommend to get clued in on everything. And I thought that you would be a perfect guest for this mini-sode because of your full-screen show, Shambudi is Your Perfect Date. Mm-hmm. So I think to start with, explain the show, what the premise what happens? So the concept of the show really came from people complaining how bad dating is or how hard it is to go on dates or all the horror stories. And I was like, okay, well, I have spent a lot of time learning and researching it in school, talking about how to effectively make an intimate connection with somebody. And of course, like I just, I feel like over time, especially working in media, you learn how to do those things. So I'm like, are these transferable skills? Can you take what you've read in books and apply those to dates to actually make meaningful connections in short spaces of time and so season one was really about like I didn't have hair makeup and I wore like very baggy clothes and I was like can I use these principles to make a connection with anybody and they had to say yes to a second date and yes to ideal match after like a 20 minute date and that was a success and so season two I'm like I want to try a different experiment all these things that I've read about Mm -hmm. can I apply them to dates to see if again they make a meaningful connection so it was everything from looking exactly like a guy's ideal type. So he like Priyanka Chopra, who's a famous actress, who's like an Indian girl. And so I got a wig like her. I wore an outfit that was identical to the one that he put in his Women Crush Wednesday thing for like subliminal association. But we also researched his personality based on social media and I behaved the exact opposite and the kind of values he would want in a woman. Oh, I see. To see if in the end, yeah. And so that was one of them. The last one I did was really interesting. It's called Agree to Disagree. So you spend the first half of a date disagreeing with all someone says and the second half agreeing with all they say. And apparently it makes that person feel very connected to you because they feel like they won you over. 
So these little experiments just to see like, okay, like are there cheat sheets to making these connections, which essentially is what pickup artistry community does. Yeah. It's fascinating to me. I really, really want to watch it. Yeah. Um, I really, I'm really hoping this. <laughs> you can get like, uh, I, it's on full screen. Yes. Um, and it's like a subscription service, but there's free, it's like a free, you get a free week when you sign up or You get something? one week for free, so you can binge my entire show and then cancel. So you watch the whole yeah. thing for free, which I don't recommend, but I do. If there's things you want to watch, whatever's up to you. Or if you're AT&T, you get one year for free. Okay. Which so you guys for, don't have that. No, yeah, so that's so. for American listeners. Um, so the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because we just read the game and it was kind of almost re- revolting. We were, we were very disturbed by the book because of how manipulative it is and how a lot of these guys in the pickup artist community, it's like, it, it, I mean, the book's called The Game. It's a game to them. It's not about creating meaningful, meaningful connections mm-hmm. with people. It's about you know, checking boxes, it's about scoring, it's about getting someone's number, or, you know, it's about number closing, kiss closing, like, yeah. it's about these things, it's not about actually being like, oh, you know what, I want to find someone who I have a connection with, and I want to be my best self, it's not about that, um, and I've been thinking for ages, like, can it be reversed, like, this is mostly straight men trying out all of these tactics on uh, straight women usually that's yes. kind of the dynamic can it be reversed in 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 like hetero relationships and that's when I was like oh my god Shannon's got a show where she basically does that mm-hmm. so is it is that the case I mean like do you I, think a lot of the things women can use to manipulate men I think that the tricks on uh, and I've read both books mm-hmm. the game because yeah, we've not read I the really, second book yeah. yeah we haven't done the second what's the one called again there's the truth as well the which truth, is the yeah. new one I think yeah um, I don't mind the pickup artistry community I understand oh, what really? it's for because of the fact that we oftentimes forget the fact that a lot of people do not grow up understanding how to build intimate relationships be that friendships parents authorities and especially romantic ones and so for them it's completely foreign to like walk up to somebody and say you know hi i enjoy your face or whatever it is they want to say to that person (laughs) anyway it's not creepy and so i look at it a lot of the times kind of like a golf swing or driving when you're learning how to drive you learn a very mechanical way 10 and 2 eyes on the road check all mirrors do this thing golf swing the same thing arms out hips out and it's like as you get more comfortable, hopefully you find yourself in that process. And then it becomes second nature to you and it becomes a part of who you are. But learning that new skill is very mechanical. And so a lot of us, because we grew up knowing how to connect with people because we have siblings or we have friends or we have teachers, we were in Girl Scouts. Mm -hmm. It's for us, it's very weird to think that somebody has to go to driver's ed to talk to somebody. Um, I think it becomes problematic, obviously, when you make the goal less about like, okay, how do I authentically bring myself in an effective way to how do I deny who I am and trick somebody into liking me despite the fact that this has nothing to do with who I am? Exactly. Yeah. That's the problem I have with it. Is, and it kind of comes up in the game a little bit where they all just become pickup robots because they're all <coughs> using the same tactics and they're all using the same things. And it's like, and they well... they to each other as well. Yeah, like by the end, they're fully... And so you're just kind of like, well, who who are you actually getting to know? And there was the example that you mentioned that I think is also in the book where the woman, uh, you know, like uh, he the guy used uh, all of the tactics on her and they ended up getting married and then, you know, he like reverted into himself and she was like, wait, who is this person? Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it, it's 
problematic in that sense because it, it will if if what you're going for is a long-term relationship it could backfire yeah but it has to be yeah. sustainable tips like there's certain things for example like the episode on agree to disagree mm-hmm. i thought was really important for people who suffer from the, the super nice syndrome where they're people I suffer pleasers from super nice syndrome ah. <laughs> yeah i'm always like like trying to agree True, and if you... not i'm like apologizing for not agreeing yeah like, so for people like lucy yeah people like lucy, no, I knew yeah. This. <laughs> it could be like giving you the confidence to disagree because it won't make a person like you anymore less. any less yeah. and yeah. it has the opposite effect actually we don't trust there was a study that showed that we don't trust people that agree all the time yeah they played a game where like half of the game was about individual rewards and half was about group rewards and the study found that people who sought only individual rewards everybody hated because they were selfish but the people who only wanted group rewards people were were like why are you trying to seem better than everybody else like what's your motive <laughs> so, so it was like a healthy mix you yeah did. you have to have a healthy mix and so that's like i wouldn't suggest you go on a date and disagree for the entire first half because obviously there's going to be things that you agree about that you want to just not lie because like for yeah. example on my date the guy was like yeah i'm really into psychology because he was a business consultant and i was like oh my god i hate psychology it oh, treats gosh. people like cattle and my soul <laughs> was like oh, i love psychology i'm lying right now yeah. but that was the experiment but in real life I think life, it's interesting because with your show like every episode you you will take one to the extreme yes and, but there is a mini lesson to be learned in it or like a little thing that you can take away in moderation if it works for you like could help people potentially yeah and I absolutely think that I think that we are naturally people who are contrary and so there is also a great TED talk that talks about super nice people that he was like he found at the root of it all it was like a super neediness where it was like he just didn't want to disagree. He's like, I hate conflict so much. If you told conflict, I don't like conflict, I would run into a room and hide because I don't want conflict to be mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was this big thing, but, you know, it's just, like, it's natural, and people grow. The reason why we live in a society where we're on the up and up is because we challenge each other, and we say this iPhone's not good enough, we want updates, which makes us be better. And so knowing that you make a relationship better, you make yourself better, and you challenge that person to be their best self – doesn't make it seem so bad to say, like, that outfit looks stupid. Yeah. Or whatever it is, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, without giving too much away so that people go watch the show, um, what are some of the other, like, tricks and tips? Like, even from season one, when you were, like, no makeup, baggy clothes, what were some of the things that you'd do? I find that my tips are pretty altruistic. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody is dying for that follow-up question. I always have the three-to-one rule. For every one question you ask me, I ask three in return. And Why is that then? Because people are deeply obsessed with themselves. Yes, everyone's favorite <laughs> yeah. topic is themselves. Yeah, and to know that you're listening or that you're interested, that extra, and I've heard that so many times. Um, repeating things back to people is really important. Mm-hmm. So if someone says to you, "What I want to do for a living," if in a minute later you repeat that back to them, they're like, "You really understand me?" And you're like, "No, I just repeated back what you just said." Yeah. But sure. Yeah. But they did that feeling of like I had that with my dates, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I had that with my partner recently, actually, because. He, like, has ideas about the world and, like, la, 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 la. And I remember being like, la, 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 la. He has ideas. I do. I totally listen. But um, I was having a conversation with a friend at a party, and I was basically kind of regurgitating my partner's ideas to them, just being like, oh, this, 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 because of stuff that I'd learned from him and, like, I found really interesting. And then he came along and, like, started listening, and he was like, wait, you... You listened to what I said? Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, like, I respect you and I listen to you what you're saying and now I'm sharing that information with another friend. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I didn't think that you would actually pay attention. I, I can like, see how that would feel you know? incredible, though. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Like, your partner 
saying information you learned from one of your videos and you overhearing yeah. that conversation. Mm-hmm. So that that's just, I think those principles are really it. People want to be understood. They want to be listened. Um, and they do want to be challenged. And of course, it's just simple things like staring at the right eye versus the left eye creates a more intimate connection. So Why? What? what is this? When you're oh making eye contact with somebody, it's just always better to look at the right <laughs> eye. Not, not, not all of your eyes. At each other. Yeah. Like, because when people say like, oh yeah, make eye contact, but it's like, we have two eyes each. Like, where do I look? Yeah, you <laughs> do pick, I look? pick one. Yeah, because I always thought like, should I just look at their nose? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's how you don't corpse, isn't it? In acting, you look at the middle bit here. Yeah. And then, anyway, sorry, yeah. that's a tangent. I have a question about um, like, so the thing for me in the game that really stood out was the objectification of women mm. and how women really did become pawns mm. like in, in that environment, effectively. And do you, well, how do you feel about that in the game? But also, how do you see that in terms of the show and in terms of you getting to know people and going on all of these dates and kind of trying things out? Did it make you feel uncomfortable when you were doing it? I think that, yeah, there's definitely times where, especially, like, I did the 36 questions one. Oh, We just talked about. And so this guy's telling me stuff about seeing his cousin die in front of him and, you know, his divorce and, you know, his mother's last words to him. He's saying these really, like, you know, beautiful stories. At the end of it, we reveal, like, this was an experiment. So it's like, gotcha! You know, that doesn't feel great because you're like, we're making this. But what I hope the person says is, I learned something new about myself I feel connected to people who do ask me extra questions or like I am okay because oftentimes on dates we stay very superficial because we think that we don't want to get too nosy but Mm -hmm. I actually am okay with those a bit more in-depth questions and you know what maybe let's cut the crap you know we don't wait until date five. Sometimes it's really fun when that's on the first date. I'd much rather have that in the first date. Yeah I think people have the opposite ideology that like we should stay very surface and then eventually build where it's like no dive right into who you are so we can make a good decision you know. Yeah because you're like we're not compatible bye. Yeah. <laughs> why exactly. waste like three, four, five dates until you realize? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't waste your time or money. <laughs> yeah, but I definitely do feel that sometimes that like you know, I think when you have a goal, obviously I'm on a show, so I have a goal and a target um, stat I want to hit, and I think it's also negative in terms of if a personal life you're looking for five women to sleep with. But if you erase all that, you're just a human being. If your goal is just to make good connections with people that don't have an end result. Yeah. And so for me, I use these tactics when I meet people, you know, in business. If I'm like in the creator lounge downstairs and I want to like make a connection with somebody, I use these tactics. And my goal all the time is like, let me try to get to know this person and take down our guards in the fastest amount of time. Let's cut through yeah, the bullshit. That's such a good way of looking at it, I think. Mm-hmm. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. 
With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Yeah. In terms of business as well. Because people yeah. do it all the time, like interview techniques. Yes. In order to, you know, get the job. Girl, this is my sales pitch to everybody. Even yeah. who say it's manipulative. I'm like, you learn, if before you go and do it, because I also research the dates before I go on them, would it be their social media? And it's like, before I go on a job interview, I'm going to research the company because I want to get there prepared and have a conversation. It's See, valuable. I never did that. When I was dating, I liked going in blind. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I, I always talk about this, maybe not so much like publicly, but when you date... As until, a, today. Uh, until today. Until <laughs> today. When you date as a public figure, as we all kind of are, we're in, we're in this like weird space where it's like a new online not celebrity, but celebrity. Yeah. Basically, there's a lot of stuff online for people to store. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I I always feel deeply uncomfortable if I go in and know that they've done their research on me because they've got five years of videos. Yeah, Whereas, yeah. Because I'm like, I want to be able to tell you this anecdote yeah. and to get your fresh reaction Nothing to it. Like, you know, video, rather than being like, yeah, I saw that video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's, but it does make sense if you're on a level playing field to go and check out the stuff before, because you would do that if they were another YouTuber or mm-hmm. another. Vine or RIP. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna go to a company for a meeting, yeah, it's always if I go to a TV network, you have to have watched their shows. Yeah, they want to know, and the person who can go win, like, oh yeah, because on the air right now you have this. They're like, oh, you actually watch the shows. Yeah. Like, I just think people want to be understood, and it depends on your delivery, of course. If you're like, oh yeah, week eighty eight on your Instagram, I saw that sounds really <laughs> creepy. Yeah, that's going a bit far. Yeah, if you can find natural ways to weave in to help somebody feel like, oh yeah, like they this person and I are compatible, we understand each other. But yeah, I definitely think having a goal can make it problematic. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's all about the experience as opposed to the getting to an end. Yeah, because I've been on some, like, in season one, yo, I was on a date with this misogynistic, sexist, little um, man. (laughs) Sorry to call him that. I know there's a big thing against, you know, short men shaming. But he was just that typical short, like, overcompensating jerk, misogynistic dude. But Mm. I had a great time because I just broke him down, you know? What did you do? What was the date? I repeated a lot of stuff back to him so he could hear himself again. Or a lot of follow-up questions. And I, I did a lot of negging, which is something from yeah. the thing where yeah. it's like, yeah, I can see how someone would do that if they were, you know, insecure and going through some personal problems. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's oh like, I'm God. understanding you on one end, but on the other end, I'm, like, separating us, right? So, and it, it worked really, really well. At the, yeah. I did so much negging. At the end of the date, he was like, me and Shannon are the same person, which wasn't helpful. <laughs> it made me feel good. But yeah. I never, like, um, I never stood down on my morals. And I always asserted myself because he was saying stuff like, well, after 25, who wants to know women? Um, and I was like, oh, people who want to learn and grow, you know, people who are interested in being better people, you know, people who love to be loved. That's who, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Is that, were there any uh, dates that stood out as like your favorite? Yes. Okay. So there was this one guy, he was like, so seductive and he was Asian, which I've never had good luck with Asian men before. I've tried. They just, it always bounces back like a backboard. They just, I just shoot my shot right back in my face. Um, but he was just very eye contact. And again, the same things. I was wearing earrings. He was like, 
your earrings, one's up, one's down, and they're triangles. Like, you know, up is for creativity and down is for, like, fertility and groundedness. And, like, just the little things that he noticed, you know, and leaned in. And mirroring is very important, too. Mm, yeah. You know, like, and even I do that when I'm talking to somebody business-wise because, like, mirroring is subconsciously how we know someone likes us. So if somebody's doing what you're doing, so he would mirror my body language, and I'm like... He's just very seductive. He's gaming you, man. Yeah, you and he friend zoned me at the end. I hate oh, the term no. friend zone, but like in the post interview, he was like, "We didn't really have like that it factor," and I was like, "Yes, we did." Oh. <laughs> do you reckon he was? Do you reckon he knew kind of similar, I like approaches towards getting like a this good is the thing. Are some people of... just naturals, or did he yeah. learn it? I don't know. It could be a mix of both. I think there's some people who are just naturals. I'm not a natural, which is why I have to learn these things. Which is things. why you're such a nerd about oh, it. Yes, exactly. I am not a natural at all. Um, I'm definitely somebody who is awkward. And because I ran, I grew up in a co-ed sport, yeah. I ended up turning off a lot of my like sexual signals because yeah. you're always around people of mm. the same sex, the different sexes, and you don't want to have weird cross feelings. And so as an adult, and especially I grew up really rebelling against my look, and so... <laughs> As a, you know, in my 30s now, I'm like, okay, like, I want to take part in this part of my life. And how do I do that? And it was, like, going to driver school for me, so. I like it. It's interesting. I just, I really want to watch the show. To yeah, I to, really like, want to see it now. So, um, and I also try, I just, I'm fascinated by all of the different techniques. Cause I'm even, definitely going to try this out this because evening. Because even, <laughs> even from reading this. the game, it was one of the things I was fascinated by the game, I was like, this actually works. Like, even if I'm disagreeing with the fundamentals of where they're coming from and the way they treat women, I'm like, but it clearly works. For a certain kind of person. Mm, okay, I could yeah. see, like, could you see a guy who you're not attracted to and you don't really find interesting coming up to him being like, hey, so my friend's going on a game show. What do you think he should do? Like, and then you being totally yeah. or being I might, like, like, you know, uh, engage. engage for a bit, but ultimately I'm just like, and I'll be like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But maybe I've been gamed, I'm not sure. But I, I can't, I can understand the kind of people they're targeting. And even the places that they went in LA, I'm aware of those places. Yeah. And it's like, there's certain spots that like, yeah. everybody knows if you're looking for like an easy night, you go there. And so I just think, you this know. This is true, because they would frequent like certain kinds of Certain clubs. kinds of places. Yeah. Um, and so uh, that's also important to know as well too. You have to know, going back to that list we talked about, what do you prioritize in a partnership? What are you looking for? And then also, like, where do those kind of people hang out? Yeah. It's probably yeah, not in a place so that has, it's like... It's so true. Yeah. And I, I was talking to a friend of mine who uh, her and her partner met online, and she used the ex that exact same point. She was like, what am I looking for? Who am I? Where do I hang out? You know what? I hang out online. I hang out on the internet. So I'm probably going to meet a compatible partner for myself on the internet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and mm. I was like, oh my God, yes. It's so, such a perfect way of putting it. Yeah. Like you have to go to like universal Harry Potter section. I mean, before <laughs> you were, yeah. Yeah, that was, that would be where I would have found my one true love. Yeah. Turns out now that uh, my current partner like isn't massively into Harry Potter <gasps> and it breaks my heart. But yeah. kind of into it? Yeah, like, I'm, he's a Ravenclaw. I've decided that. Yeah. He's a, he's a, <laughs> he's had a watched. long debate. Was it on New Year's? I can't remember. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. A long are you a Harry to... Potter person too? I am. That's why you guys are connected, right? Yeah. yeah. You're both Ravenclaws. I, yeah. Yeah. You're right, definitely right. a Ravenclaw. Well, that's good because your man's a, a Ravenclaw. So. Yeah, it means we must be your, your yeah. type. Your yeah. Type. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I like Ravenclaws. I just have a. Maybe it's. I, one of the things I like about Ravenclaws is like how much you like strive for knowledge. And then I'm like. Cause, because I want. Are you a hobble bit? Hobble bit. That's are I you do. a hobble bit? I'm a, yeah, I'm a hobble bit. <laughs> oh, this is wonderful. such a big tangent. I love it. Um, 
I'm really curious. You don't have to speak about this on here if this is I will. something. <laughs> I will. I've already decided. I've recently been talking to a lot of my friends who are black women about, um, and it's been like a conversation on Twitter a lot as well, about misogynoir and how dating as a black woman is really hard because there's this huge, um, at least in the UK, black men, it's, it's been documented through online dating. Like they will, they will always go like more light skin if they can. Yes. And then on top of that, um, there's so much shame around black women and anger and like this, yeah, there's all this prejudice. Mm. And as a black woman dating yeah. and dating so many people for a show, like how did yeah, you did that, find that? Did, did that, that come that? up in the show? I mean, I definitely think that that was, a part, especially season one, a part of a lot of people claimed that there wasn't the it factor, that there was compatibility and they had a good time. They would go on a second date, but there was just something missing. Yeah. But I also think that like attraction is a, a subconscious construct. construct that is based on what you expose yourself to. So if you only watch certain kinds of shows or read certain kinds of books or watch certain kinds of porn, that's going to create your framework of who you feel trust and connected to because your subconscious wants to connect with people that it feels familiar with. And so it's going to go to people who look like somebody that you can consume constantly. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that just is a reflection of the media that's around us, that people are not consuming, um, you know, ethnic content. And so that's not a part of their usual framework. But you can always make an adjustment in that. And you, you can't let that define you at all. I mean, I am very fortunate. Um, fortunate is the wrong word to say, but as a woman who is of lighter skin, the media does praise my look. And there is a space for people who look like me um, in mainstream media. Maybe not as much you know, as the classic beauty, but there still is a space for me to exist. And so, especially as a woman who has uh, very African-centric features and is a darker skin and there is no space for you, like you have to create that space for yourself. And start with your start with you. Start with you and especially your family. And if you have kids, make sure that they're consuming content where people who look like you are in positions of being trusted and of being liked. And that is a big piece of the puzzle is that make sure that your own content, check your own shit to make yeah. sure that you're centered yeah. around like putting yourself as the heroine. And that's what's important to know. Yeah. Yeah. And if people don't put you in that position, you can't take it personally. That's just a part of what their access has been. But you can change that with your one interaction with them. Yeah. You know, if you have one positive interaction with somebody, that creates a little spot in your subconscious that said, oh, that was pleasant. I want to do that again. It makes them more <laughs> yeah. inclined next time to want to reach out and talk to somebody. And so even though there is that stigma of angriness and that does make you angry, you have to be mindful of the fact that, like, you can change that with every interaction you have. And I know it's a lot to ask someone to do because we all have bad days, but just keep yeah. it in mind. But also, like, on the flip side of that, it's like, it's not your responsibility to like make other people like you do you know what i yeah, mean i always think of the michael jackson thing like if you want to make the world a better place <laughs> take a look at yourself and make that change yes, <laughs> 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 <Lucy's> <laughs> like, which is super bad is i'm like the music one yeah, yeah. music one so i think you everybody chooses a thing that they want to take up this is my thing i definitely try to give people a positive interaction the most part that I possibly can. And I get in trouble a lot with my partner because like we're always stuck in long conversations. They're like, we just want to walk. And like every security guard, I'm like, excuse me, where's this? I'm like, by the way, nice shoes. How's your day going? But yeah. I just make that a part of what I want people to walk away and feel like, oh, people who look, look like her have given me a positive feeling. And so no, I don't expect everyone to take that on as their personal mission. So mm -hmm. you're not responsible if you don't want to be, but I choose to be. One, I have one last question. Where is the line between, like, is there a line, or, or where is your personal line, between uh, being your best self and acquiring all these tools and going to driver's dating school yeah. and manipulation? 
I think it's kind of the same thing as dieting in a way too, where it's like you can't choose an extreme diet you know you're not going to keep up. Because you have to know yourself, know what your habits are, where you hang out, what you're likely to be able to manage. And so you choose a healthy lifestyle that like naturally fits with who you are. So when you're taking all these tips, you take all the information in, and then you adjust to make a meal plan or like, you know, <laughs> yeah. a way that you can actually implement these things in a healthy way that's sustainable for you. And it's still you being you. Yeah. Well. I'm not asking you to like skip meals and like, you know, have hard boiled eggs in the morning when you hate eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think then the manipulation, the, that line begins when you start lying to yourself and you manipulate yourself. Well, of course. Same yeah. thing with like, you know, those eating yeah. disorders where mm-hmm. it's like you're taking things too far, you're going extreme, or like when you're going into binges, when you know that you're not doing healthy habits and your subconscious is fighting back against that. And so absolutely, when you look in the mirror, you don't feel good about yourself, or you're having experiences and the next day you wake up and you don't want to be there. I mean, these yeah. are all really great pointers that like the habits that I'm choosing and where I'm choosing to implement these habits are bringing results that don't reflect what I really want, what's healthy for me. I think there's a big thing everyone has to go through of deciphering what's comfortable and what's healthy for you. You know, like mm-hmm. there's comfort foods and comfort foods are really healthy. They're very like starchy, bready, mm-hmm. cheesy, healthy foods are like not that. But, you know, we Carrot really... is not comfortable. No, it's not. <laughs> It's not a comfort food, but it's a healthy food. And the same thing with practices and behaviors. You have to choose healthy practices. I think it's good to be ears open, which is why the dope you guys even read the book. You be ears open to it and you take it all in, which we talked about just now even Mm. when it comes to sex ed. Like, I listen to all perspectives, but I also ultimately know what Shannon can and can't handle because I know myself. Yeah. Yeah. Today, I'm going to change tomorrow. And that's, that's, I give myself that right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Um, dear listeners, please go check out um, Shannon's show, uh, Shambidi is Your Perfect Date, and also Shannon's YouTube channel. And make sure you subscribe to us over on iTunes. Leave us great reviews. That would be fab. Um, what are we reading this month? We are reading Juliet Takes a Breath. Very exciting. So that it? is going to be the next episode where we discuss that. Uh, Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.